Dinosaurs lived 65 million years ago. What is left of them is fossilized in the rock. Hello again, Jurassic community. This is the 38th episode of the Jurassic Fans Pod, a rather known one, perhaps. I'm Dan, the soothing voice you hear. And this is the man who replaced all his doorknobs by round ones, just so no raptor will ever enter his house, Matthew Millen. Hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Daniel, good sir, how are you today in this quite cold night? Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Just wearing a, a flannel coat, not much, so... Uh, Everton, our second good sir, how are you today as well? Ah, <laughs> oh, hanging there, and you guys? Yeah, enjoy the weather. Absolutely, the colder the better. Oh well, uh, how fancy That's it. In, in British was that? So, <laughs> okay, I guess we could start talking about this, that it was the dinosaur that was chosen by our Jurassic fans. So, community, once again, you show how much you despise of Parasaurolophus, at least most of you, apparently. Uh, poor guys, poor guys. Oh, man. No, I even tried to help poor guy, like, by giving it a that picture from the, the, first, the first season of Camp Cretaceous, you know, that, that shining creature. The shiny Parasaurolophus. I got oh, that God, picture. Yeah. It's almost a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one wanted even that. A poisonous mushroom during the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. What a comparison. Right. So your choice is Tegosaurus. Well, there we go then for the roof lizard. Well, then. So, uh, well, uh, I guess we should go straight into the science, right? So, please, science. Start crushing our dreams. How, uh, I mean, um, talk a bit about the roof of the lizard. Let's break. Let's break. Um, well, let's start for a general overview and then we go to some specific questions. Well, as our dear sir say, the name of this incredible animal that we know has Chegosaurus means roof lizard. Well, do the obvious reason, huh? They lived during the Jurassic period too. And this animal is easily recognized by its spiked tail and a series of large triangular bony plates along its back. It's something around 19 plates, I think. And uh, they usually grew to a length, I mean the animal of about 6.5 meters. It's something around 21 feet. And nine meters at most. Well, same of 30 feet. The Stegosaurus forelimbs were much shorter than the hind limbs, which give the back of characteristically arcade appearance. You know, the, the feet were short and broad. That's the general description of this good sir. <laughs> what oh, do you wow. think about this animal, guys? Such an ugly fella. <laughs> oh, come on. Just because it's a bit chunky? Yeah, we've already covered some chunky boys, and 
this one is just sad. Oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, but but I think that the 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 Circle Stars is part of the the team of the Classic One guys. You know, I think it's Circle oh, Stars, yes. Triceratops, Rex, Rex, <laughs> Raptors, and well, Pterosaurs. That's not dinosaurs, but yeah. it it takes part on the class group. Well, they are saying that most of these uh, classic ones that you just cited are actually Jurassic Park classics. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Also in Jurassic Park, of course. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just because uh, like uh, most of these dinosaurs were brought to fame because of JP, right? Especially the Dilophosaurus. No one knew what the heck was that two crested lizard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So... <laughs> Talking about the Stegosaurus now in the franchise, uh, like uh, the first appearance in a way was in the first movie when we see here uh, Dennis Nadry is going there into the frozen embryos area. And well, look at that. Stegosaurus is misspelled. Uh, yeah. How the hell did that happen? Amazing question. Yeah. In my opinion, I really don't know because there is nothing on the internet or maybe old registers of the books about this this strange or weird name you know stegosaurus uh, well it, it, when I, I realized it appeared in the movie this way you know with a wrong description i got flabbergasted because <laughs> i didn't realize it but I, I don't know why maybe it's a question uh I don't know, of discoveries at that time, maybe the name of this dinosaur was I don't know, Stegosaurus or Perhaps they are just careless right? That's another yeah, possibility yeah. Because in the record we, we didn't see anything about Stegosaurus it, it, it will be always Stegosaurus since the beginning yeah. I, I mean, it's just a bit strange and a bit odd that uh, like scientists uh, I like, think we should send an email to Steve Spielberg to ask why. Yeah, some <laughs> geneticists, like, they would not even know how to spell <laughs> one of the most famous <laughs> names. Oh, well, there it goes. Anyway, so, well, in the second movie, we see, like, the real animal in the flesh, and it is gorgeous, much bigger than the one you just cited, because uh, that animal is not six meters in length, that's for sure. Yeah, I know, that was a... Quite big boy. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, um, this is like the first creature that we see, surely, uh, besides the comp is attacking the girl in the first scene. But uh, when they finally uh, arrive at, at the I island, don't know, compies are, uh, I think we shouldn't consider compies as dinosaurs. Maybe Chernobyl <laughs> chickens or something like that. <laughs> what was the name? Uh, Retro iguanas? Retro iguanas, yeah. Yeah. And what did Featherless you... chickens, I don't know. Something yeah, like what did Spielberg say? Uh, chickens from hell, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Chickens from hell, good. Well, well, <laughs> you see how the, the whole community loves these guys, right? Yeah, oh, they are amazing. Oh, I mean, at least in the, the second novel, I guess I should go for the novel guy, you know how much I love books. Uh, combies were like much important for the whole extinction in the island. In fauna, I mean, because like the, the disease was being spread because some animals, including velociraptors, yeah, that one biking into the chocolate, 
the last episode. Mm. Like they sometimes they would bite into carcasses or like a poop, straight poop, and then they would bite a hubvol. The hubvol would survive uh, sometimes, surely not all the time. Otherwise, they would be just starving. And wow, they would they would get a disease. So that's like all of the animals who went extinct in the second novel. And oh well, you see, yeah, compies are not are not even <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't be treated as dinosaurs. Oh, come on. They are little hellish chickens for, from Chernobyl. Well, I mean, when what... Chernobyl exploded, it created a time portal, and chickens affected by that went back in time, and that's how compies were made yes <laughs> that's certainly gonna be another short video just like the one we posted everyone love that for just for the record Matt. yay all right so yeah so on, on the second movie we have this family of uh of stegosaurus and looks like the youngly one has a name it's called claire right there it is so we had a claire since the second movie we did uh -huh. yeah but they the the this name appear in the movie or just in the book? No, I, I guess it's not even in the book. I guess just because uh, this animatronic used for the baby was used by uh, Steven Spielberg. So now it's official. Oh, wow. Because uh, in, <laughs> in the movie or either in the book, I, I see nothing. So I go, why? Why is Claire? <laughs> yeah, it's in the PDF, folks, in the, 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 the transcript. So like, yeah, a bit confusing, I see. <laughs> You see, this scene, it's so touching because, like, Sarah goes there, proceeds to touch the, the youngling, and then, wow, the bloody camera. It's so noisy that the youngling one starts screaming, like, help, help, mama, I'm being attacked by a noisy thing. <laughs> and, well, there you go. You have the parents attacking Sarah Harding. And here we have some questions. First of all, science, are your boy? How smart was this creature? Because we've been to this animal being described as so dumb, that, like the brain would be the size of a pea. Is that right? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> um, the stegosaurus had a brain that size of a dog's, in fact. Hey. When compared to the, the size of animal and the brain, you no. Know? Uh, but besides it, the skull and the brain were very small for such a large animal. According to these evidences that, that the evidence that are on the uh, literature, we expect that this animal was just intelligent enough to be alert and you know avoid predators, eat and prosper in the wilds of the late Jurassic North America as well, but not too much like that. Right, as much as a cow, maybe. Mm. I think Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Dumber maybe, but something like that, you know, they have just, we we expect that such animal has just the, the basic abilities, you know, to interact with the environment, just to survive and those things. No, oh. all right, yeah, that's enough. Um, another thing that is an issue is being since the very beginning, as far as I know, is like, uh, what would be the plight and spike for? So, What's the current situation of that? What do we think currently? A lot of hypotheses try to explain the arrangement. I mean, about the plates first and use of the plates. 
In the beginning, implantologists thought that the plates were arranged in pairs. And well, I was, I was observing this image and for example, the animatronic, the, 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 the baby stego, the young one, has the, the plates arranged in pairs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you observe, for example, the stegosaurus present on the Camp Cretaceous series, have uh, the, the, the image number six, have uh, uh, arrangement different, you know, they are altered. And, and uh, because paleontologists thought that these plates were arranged in pairs and were uh, used for protection only. But new discoveries suggest that the plates are different in shapes and contain a lot of blood vessels displayed in an alternate position. So this is our uh, most updated or currently um, a position about the plates. And um, this, this alternate position indicating the hypothesis of the thermal regulation of the animal. So probably the plates acted as radiators releasing bloody heat to a cooler ambient environment. And well, controversially, the plates could have also collected heat by being facing toward the sun, like living solar panels. Could you imagine, guys, a, a living solar panel? <laughs> yeah, we surely can. I mean, is there any animal nowadays that has the ability, that, that a prime ability of like, a, um, you know, just basking at the sun? Not like crocodiles and other animals. They're like, they just, you see, they just sunbathe. But uh, is there any other animal with maybe plates like that that can just get energy from the uh, sun? That lives nowadays? Yeah. Is there any creature like that? Oh, God. Nothing comes to my mind. Why do you think, Matt? Um, I know that toucans, you know, the bird toucans, their beak is used for heat dissipation because they don't sweat. Nice. Good, good. Yeah, but, but, but really, I don't know. For example, I could imagine like uh, armadillo. Yeah, that's it. And uh, there, there are some structures, but I don't know if they, they have the same functions. You know, I don't know uh, if there are other studies published yet. Um, but yeah, I think this animal was <laughs> the classic one if the, or, you know, solar, your living solar panel. Um, well, what about the, the, the bone spikes present on the end of the tail? We presume that they have served as defensive weapons, but they may have been just ornamental, you know? It's yeah. all, so it, it's currently on study. So it might be more like a threat instead of a, a roost telling machine. <laughs> yeah. I, I see, wow. Yeah, you crushed your dreams successfully. Thank you. Right. Next one then. Yeah, just take you in a celebration. <laughs> just take you in a bit here into these uh, the scene we just talked about. So uh, would that even be possible that they would live in families or herds like that? Oh, I don't see why not. That's precisely what you said about the the chicken squad. <laughs> well, chicken squads. Because Scott was a classic one. Yeah. yeah. You want to Chicken become a squad is, is epic. Maybe you can present to the farmers the comps. Well, why not? Yeah. I don't see why not. Nah. Yeah. Right. Chernobyl squad. Yeah. Here, I found this in Chernobyl. Eat it. 
and the raptor <laughs> turned into a comp. <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, well, so I do believe they could live in family because uh, if you say they are as dumb as we possibly imagine, so yeah, I mean, dumb creatures. And now all of you who love cows and other animals like that, please don't get offended. You know they are not like the smartest creatures alive that I... I think they would live in herds because you see, survivability is not only eat, drink, and walk, it's also to know where you are stronger to survive. So I don't know, a pack of nine meter long lizards with a with a club at the end of their tails. Not a, not a club, there's a, a special name for it. Oh, I mean the stagomizer? Yeah, stagomizer, yeah. So a lot of a lot of a lot of lizards with stagomizers is oh, yeah. It's safer to survive than you, you know you being alone. I it's think herbiv- large herbivores in general they prefer to live in packs for safety pr- purposes. Yeah, me. <laughs> 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 uh, when you say the term tagomizer, <laughs> I remember <laughs> some, something like that cartoon that I have that is Pinky Dinky Do. <laughs> it uh, <laughs> some sound like. Tagomizer. Yeah, you, you're probably <laughs> oh, crazy every time you say that. Each time you say Tagomizer, I would do it. Well, okay. I'll wait first for things it. first, let's talk about the living habits. Well, guys, the studies shown that this dino didn't live in herds. Oh. Oh, uh, but it was probably solitary or living in small groups. Maybe in small groups. Why not? Hey, good enough. That's what we see in the lost world. Yeah, small, small groups, groups is a herd, depending on how you, on how you see it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, yeah, it's a little bit difficult to, to call it small gro- groups. A couple is a herd when you see it as a herd. Yeah, <laughs> actually, what is the collective of, of lizards? Please go on. I'll I'll look for that. Oh gosh! All right, science. <laughs> um, these dinosaurs weren't common. So if you were maybe on a safari in the late Jurassic of North America, they will have been an interesting spot of it. Mm. All right. Okay. So maybe herds, right? Maybe small herds. Maybe small herds, maybe it's possible. The collective of crocodiles can be basque or float. For frogs, (laughs) for frogs, it's army or colony. For rattlesnakes, it's uh, rumba, RH, rumba. And for lizards, it's a lounge. So dinosaurs didn't live in herds, they lived in lounges. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. And for birds? Oh, I don't know for birds in general, but I know that for crows, it's a murder. Murder. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that could be the collective for velociraptors. Murder. <laughs> Murder. Collect- yeah. Let, let's search about chicken. <laughs> let's see. Oh, guys, if chicken. a velociraptor see me say oh. like that, it would chicken can be chicken and various birds. It can be brood, peep. Yeah, brood or peep. And for young chickens, a chattering or a clutch. Hey, Baba. 
Oh, there it is. And for birds in general, it's a brace. And when they are flying, it's a flight. And when they are on the ground, oh, okay, here. When they are flying, it's a flight. When they are on the ground, it's flock or volary. And when birds have been killed or hunted, it's a brace. Well, well, guys, who say that is not possible to learn grammar with paleontology? Why not? See? Matthew ah, Miller, see. So you know, is the legend. The guy. Oh, look at this. <laughs> the the collective for hummingbirds is a charm. Oh. Oh, how cute is that? And the collective you know why for paleontology is... is wreck. <laughs> Why paleontology cannot be multidisciplinary? Why not? Yeah, I wonder as well. What? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. You see? Well. But but yeah, the collective for crows is murder. Just perfect for us. We can have a murder of crows. I think you were talking about like a several crows dead, you know? Oh, no. Just, you know, <laughs> crows flying around. Yeah, it's a murder. Hey, right. Okay, uh, right, great trivia knowledge, yeah, coming from the legend itself, all right. So, Stegosaurus. So back to Stegosaurus, they probably didn't live in... Back to the roof. Back to the roof, that's right, yeah. So, uh, I mean, would the the adults even uh, allow maybe a person to approach their youngling? Oh, I was thinking about, or currently, more animals and their living habits and if i i i was a mom probably i won't <laughs> allow it you know i don't know what you are what to have in mind to do with my my baby so yeah that's like out of here i will attack you, you know? yeah survival instinct and maternal instinct like what what the hell is that hairless thing Doing let, to my baby. Let me take my flip flop and I'll solve it. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what, what is that monkey? Never seen a monkey like that before. It's approaching the baby. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think a reptile wouldn't like for a mammal to touch its baby. Yeah, you've ever approached a, an alligator nest? Not a bad thing to yeah, do. Yeah, alligator moms usually don't like when you approach their babies. Yeah, and that's not even crocs. It's alligators, like caimans. They're not that big. Well, yeah, yeah. So well, I think it's normal behavior. They mean, can uh, easily rip your arm off, so I wouldn't <laughs> mess with them. Yeah. Try, 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 try. <laughs> yeah. Try. Give it a try. I'm, I'm ready. Try. Go, 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 go. Give us some good talking material. Go. Yeah. Come on. Give me some fun. Yeah. Well, you see, uh, Sarah Harding. She, she creeps, like uh, she creeps onto the youngling, so like maybe the adults hadn't seen her. Sure. And um, um, I mean, scaring a baby is never a good idea if you don't want to get eaten, beaten, or killed by its parents. So, yeah, but not yeah. in this case, right? But yeah, stomped to death. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, babies usually start making noise when they need something or when they want something or when they are in danger in this case. And well, the first thing first thing that moms 
imagine on the, the brain sends her message to say, just shoot the baby. He needs you. Or she needs you. And well, it's what they did. That's exactly what yeah. they did. You know, like when the. Am, cross... I, am I confusing the movies here? But when she hides inside the log, isn't there like this giant centipede? No, no, no. That's a, that's a King Kong 2005. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but I love that scene as well. That's uh, some of the only ones I can remember. The other one is the chasm, you know, the Skull Island, when they had giant bugs down there attacking them. Oh, I love that part. Ooh, nice, so yeah. Fire <laughs> Boy, remember the movie? Oh, I'm trying to remember. No, Skull Island, a lot of the, the first King Kong? Oh, well, yeah. not really the first, right? Because uh, that is... Yeah, not no, the no, one. No. Oh my with, God, with good great. effects. Yeah, the first one with yes. good effects, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Precisely. I remember it now. Well, let's not get too ahead of ourselves because good, maybe good for the time, sure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, come on. Don't you think that's still good? I mean, we haven't had anything much better than that. Not as of yet. Uh, yeah, okay. Th that movie was good. <laughs> right. So... Uh, we see here, as you said, uh, Sarah Harding being attacked by the adults, and like these spikes, they cross like coming from above. Would that be physically possible? Oh, I would say that's anatomically impossible. You know, because yeah, these spikes are usually upper the tail. Yeah. So uh, it would be difficult to hit that angle. Yeah. You know, I think it was just possible for this animal to move the, the tail to one side for another. Oh, just sideways hit. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it would be that mobile. So, would and it also, even stab the log? Maybe, but like, oh, yeah. The, maybe if the log was rotten, like it's yeah. quite easy to break rotten wood, you can even break it with your hands, but. Maybe mm -hmm. if the lock was rotten, I think it would be able to break it, but otherwise, I don't think so. I mean, it's yeah, hollow. Because it's true. Oh, it's yeah, hollow, it was so. hollow. Yeah. It, it can't be that much healthy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it got, can be trapped, you know? Couldn't imagine a situation trapped. Fossils. Tail. Most of the tail, or most of the tails have their tip broken, so. They probably used it for hitting something. Yeah. And it was probably used for defense. So maybe not trees. I don't I don't see why it would fight a tree, but <laughs> in this case well, they, they use it the, the tail to hit the legs of other predators. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like ankylosaurus. Even they have fossil, like a, a stegosaurus fossil, and then there is a uh, an allosaurus, and the allosaurus leg had been broken. Hmm. Is it something like that, or it's even uh, it's even being poked like there's a hole in the leg? Yeah, maybe it could be. I, I I really don't know, but it's possible because you know they live in the same time. Yeah, well, and ceratosaurus as well. So as we're talking about the thagomyza, ooh, ceratosaurus, love that one. Um, as we're talking, <laughs> thagomyza, yeah. Um, is there a real thing used among scientists? What do you think about this term, guys? Matt. Well, 
as a scientist, would you sure. use it? I would. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just to be the, the cool guy, you know. Like, look at the Tagomizer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't have another cool name for that, do we? Yeah. I mean, spiky tail. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, about the scientific means, uh, the term is not commonly used. It's a semi-formal term for a part of the stegonatomy that was first described in a cartoon. And um, this, uh, we commonly see the term bone spikes or spiky tail in scientific means. Dang it. Because, <laughs> well, we usually say, you know, it's a femur, it's a femur. It's a numeral, it's a numerous. And that's it. We usually don't give fancy names to anatomical parts. Well, but that's Thagomizer, you say. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Thagomizer. Period. Oh, dang it. Let's make an online petition for, for it to become <laughs> a real name. Yeah, like, uh, and just for the origin, uh, you can even read that uh, it's uh, named after the light Thag Simons. Was that even a, a real man? Like, uh, I didn't even did any research on that. You it were in character? I, I don't know. Like, uh, was I it the it character was, of the, the series? It was maybe an important Blake. Because uh, I, I really don't don't know what it, does it means, but I don't tag. I, I was reading about and tag is some uh, prehistoric man, and was killed by a stegosaurus, and so I imagine that tag o miser. Oh, I don't know. Wow. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Because the name of the the guy who died was Tag Simons. Hmm. Sure. And then a paleontologist saw it and used the term once or twice, but it's not currently in use. Yeah, he was the cool guy. Then he died. Yeah, that was the cool guy. See, yeah. be like that guy. And then all the coolness went to you know to the <laughs> yeah to the grave with him. I guess that's a bunch of things already. So I uh, guess for the scientific accuracy, we have to save a part B for it, like we did with the Velociraptor. By the way, remember the, the magazine cover that I sent you, the, uh, the Amazon adventure, the Raptor mm -hmm. adventure? Well, there was like mm -hmm. a, a Sheila, a woman who could like hand sign and communicate with Velociraptors that were brought to the Amazon forest. Oh, God. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, the I mean, farmer. That's in the law. <laughs> that's in the law of Jurassic Park, all right? That's official material. Right there. Right, so, so uh, we'll be talking <laughs> next week once more about the Stegosaurus. So that's why I'll be running no poll on Instagram, all right? So you don't expect that to be happening. But yeah, we had a great time together talking about the roof lizard and we'll be talking a bit more about that creature. So um, just remember everybody who doesn't look up the, uh, the uh, you know, the links down below. Everton, where can people find you and buy your polyopt? Oh, I am in the process of posting it on Pinterest and other sites. I will, do, I will publish it on my Instagram. It's at evertons.pass. You can find it. And well, I, I will keep you informed. Right away. Well, uh, Matt, where can people find you, know, you personally? Where? Or why? 
No, I mean, where? <laughs> where? Uh, well, in Brazil. <laughs> Brazil. Well, my Instagram is at Matt, M-A-T-R-D-M-S. So you guys can find me there. There you go. And you can also find us all at, uh, well, yeah, the three of us really, because we are the Jurassic Fans, the Revenant pod. We will be there on Instagram at Jurassic Fans, the Revenant. You all know about the pod thing, come on. And, well, so stay tuned, because we announced there new episodes, new segments, and new polywats, everything new. And, uh, well, we just did some weeks ago a, a live with Reaper the Interruptor. Go check that out. It was really cool. We'll be seeing you on the next episode. Yay. Bye-bye. I'm waiting to you guys. Bye-bye. Keep going for the call.